everybody before we start today's episode on anxiety i just wanted to put out a little trigger warning because today we are going to be talking about mental health and anxiety i care about you all so much and i want you guys to know that before we begin so i hope you all enjoy Welcome to the Let's Talk About Jesus podcast hosted by myself, Melissa Bademir. I am so excited for this episode. Genuinely, guys, I feel like the Lord has placed this topic on my heart for so many weeks now. I am so raring to go. So as you can tell from the title of today's podcast, it is called, I Know Jesus, So Why Do I Still Feel Anxious? why do I still feel anxious? So before we start off with today's topic, why don't we talk about my three favorite things of the week? As you know, that is how I'm going to start off every single podcast. And I'm very excited for my favorites this week. I don't know about you guys, but I genuinely love when people recommend things to me or when they're like, Melissa, you would absolutely love this. Um, It's just so thoughtful. And I'm really excited about what I'm going to share with you guys today. So my first favorite from the previous week has definitely been blue light glasses. I don't know if you guys have tried these before. I got me and my boyfriend Josh some blue light glasses last week and I just found them on Amazon. I think they were like nine pounds or something. Not very expensive. Um, But basically this week at university, I have an intensive week. So that means that I am literally on my computer all day, every day for the whole week. And it's very intensive as the name says. Um, And I was like, okay, I'm going to be on my computer a lot. I really want to look after my eye health. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll get some blue light glasses. To be honest, I didn't know if they would actually work. I was a bit skeptical. Is that the word? I don't even know. Um, (laughs) I was a bit curious. I was like, I don't know if these are actually going to work but let's try them and genuinely guys they are so helpful these ones that I have they have a little like yellow tint to them it's not too much like it's not too yellow it just makes everything seem really warm and nice so if you guys want to look after your eye health I would definitely recommend blue light glasses but anyway that is my first favorite for the week and my second favorite It's a bit random, um, but it has been low intensity workouts. So one of my goals for 2021, if you guys have seen my YouTube video on this, I think it's going up this Saturday, actually. Definitely check that out. Um, But one of my goals is to work out more, work out at least three times a week. And normally in the past, when I used to work out, my muscles would just be so achy to the point where I would just feel so grouchy and just annoyed about it. And like, I don't know about you guys, but I have very sensitive muscles I feel like I don't know but for some reason they just seem to ache for a long time like not just for a day but for like a whole week Um, and high intensity workouts just weren't working for me I just didn't really feel that good energy wise or muscle wise or anything like that so I switched to low intensity workouts this week um, and genuinely I'm loving them you can just find them on YouTube I do some like cardio ones they're only like 10 to 15 minutes long so um, it's not too much strain on your body which is nice so that's what I have been loving and thirdly my last favorite of the previous week has been the Hamilton soundtrack oh my goodness guys (laughs) I don't know if you have seen Hamilton but if you haven't I would definitely recommend it to you. Again, I was not sure if I would like Hamilton. I feel like I'm a very like curious person. I tend to wonder, I'm like, will I actually like this or not? Um, a lot of my friends recommended it to me ages ago, like years ago. They'd be like, Melissa, you need to watch Hamilton. And I'd just be like, mm, I'm not sure. Like, I just put it off. Um, but obviously it came out on Disney Plus uh, last year, I think. Um, you guys will probably know 
Um, but I just saw it on there and I was like, okay, we're going to give this a shot. We'll give it a chance. Let's see if I like it. And I'm obsessed. I've watched it like three or four times now all the way through. And I love the soundtrack. I just love all the music. I love singing along to it. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. So those are my three favorites for the week. If you guys have anything that you're loving, please DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Melissa Ann Bademir. Uh, please let me know what your favorite things are because I would genuinely love to know. And moving on with today's topic, I know Jesus, why do I still feel anxious? Let's go. So at the start of any message or any preach, I always like to find out a definition for the thing that I'm focusing on. So today I'm focusing on the word anxious and the definition for this is feeling or showing worry, nervousness or unease about something with an uncertain outcome. I'll read that again feeling or showing worry, nervousness or unease about something with an uncertain outcome. And today I really wanted to talk about anxiety in specific because this is something that I have experienced in the past. I'm not talking about being clinically diagnosed with anxiety as a mental health issue because I have not been clinically diagnosed, but I know that myself, I've definitely dealt with anxious feelings before. Maybe not the anxiety mental health issue, but definitely anxious feelings. And I have been experiencing these anxious feelings for probably three to four years now due to things from my past that I've had to work through. Um, and obviously everybody has different triggers for their anxiety. Everyone's anxiety looks a bit different but today I just really, really, really felt this burden on my heart to talk about mental health and Christianity because I feel like it doesn't really get talked about that much. Um, and also the fact that some people think that when you become a Christian, when you give your life to Jesus, some people expect your life to just be perfect. And some people are like, well, why do I still feel anxious when I have the King of Kings in my life? And that is something that I've thought myself before. So I just thought that I would talk about that today. Like, why do I still feel anxious when I have Jesus in my life? So let's go back to the garden, shall we? I absolutely flip and love when people use the creation story and their messages because I just feel like it explains so much. It brings so much freedom. So let's go back to the garden. So Genesis 3, 6 to 19, I'm reading this from the CSB Christian Standard Bible translation. Um, I think this one is very easy to understand and I genuinely love it. So let's read from verse 6 of chapter 3. The woman saw that the tree was good for food and delightful to look at, and that it was desirable for obtaining wisdom. So she took some of its fruit and ate it, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So the Lord God called out to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Then he asked, Who told you that you were naked? Did you eat from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man replied, the woman you gave me to be with, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate. So the Lord God asked the woman, what is this you have done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. 
So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than any livestock and more than any wild animal. So you will move on your belly and eat dust all the days of your life. I will put hostility between you and woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. He said to the woman, I will intensify your labor pains. You will bear children with painful effort. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. And he said to the man, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree about which I commanded you, do not eat from it. The ground is cursed because of you. You will eat from it by means of painful labor all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. You will eat bread by the sweat of your brow until you return to the ground since you were taken from it. For you are dust and you will return to dust. Wow. I know that that was kind of a long piece of scripture, but I hope you guys could follow along with that. Genuinely, such a powerful story in the Bible. Wow, I'm blown away by it. And there's a reason why I wanted to bring up this story today. You know, when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, sin entered in. This was the start. You know, before Adam and Eve ate that apple and disobeyed God, there was no sin. They were living a perfect life with the Lord God in the garden. Like, imagine that. Imagine having a perfect life where there was no sin, there were no tears, no crying. You were with, like, you were literally with your creator God who created you, who knows everything about you. You were with your husband or wife, which you could trust with your whole life. You know, that seems like a really amazing story. But they disobeyed and sin entered in. They were deceived by the enemy. And even in the story, we can see anxiety. I don't know if you guys caught this when I was reading it, but I want to go back to Genesis 3 verse 10. So let's go back there. Verse 10 says, and he said, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. This is Adam talking. Adam knew that he was naked because sin had entered in. And what was he? He was afraid. He was scared. So he hid from God. He hid from the person who knew him more than anybody. The man who, or the person who created him, the literal creator, he hid from him because sin entered in. Even in the garden, there was fear. There were anxious feelings. How crazy is that? Adam was afraid of God potentially punishing him or turning away from Adam and Eve, even though this hadn't even happened yet. You know, Adam hid because he was scared. He was like, I don't want God to punish me. I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know about you guys, but that sounds a lot like anxiety. Like I know that in my life, a lot of the time when I feel anxious, it's usually because I am overthinking something or I'm I'm thinking in advance that something's going to happen when it's not even happened yet. And that's in the Bible too. Anxiety and anxious feelings are in the Bible. Wow, guys. Wow. I just really wanted to bring that up today. I feel like it's so powerful. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm blown away. Um, like I said before, I still struggle with anxiety sometimes. It's still a real thing in my life and it's horrible. Um, but I just wanted to say anxiety is not from Jesus. Um, The title of this podcast, I Know Jesus, Why Do I Still Feel Anxious? Why do you still feel anxious? Because we live in a broken world. 
Anxiety is a result of that. Anxiety is a result of living in a broken world full of sin. You know, our ancestors chose to take that apple and to disobey God. And because they did that, sin entered in. And anxiety, sadly, is a result of that. And obviously, many things can trigger our anxiety. It's so important to know uh, what triggers anxiety for you. You know, in my life, there are certain things that just make me feel anxious. I was thinking about this before, actually. Um, I'm reading this book at the moment. It's called Boundaries. I don't know if you guys have read it before or heard about it, um, but I was thinking about it and I was like, when somebody crosses my boundary, like when somebody oversteps it or when somebody doesn't listen to it or kind of just disregards it, that is a definite trigger for my anxiety. That is just one of them. So I would encourage you guys to really think about what triggers your anxiety um, and go to Jesus with whatever those things are and let people around you know as well. Like be honest about it so that people can avoid those triggers and help you in the best possible way. But again, going back to the title of today's podcast, like that story from Genesis said, anxiety is not from God. It's not from him at all. You know, God doesn't want us to feel anxious. He wouldn't inflict that on us. Like that's not God's heart. That's not who he is. Like anxiety is a result of living in a broken world full of sin that our ancestors chose. So let's remember that as we go forward. Anxiety is not God punishing us. And I just want to put that out there right now. Can I get an amen to that? let's go. Amen to that. Um, so moving on to the next segment of today's podcast, I really wanted to talk about some coping strategies for anxiety and for mental health. So these are some that I've personally used on myself. And if you guys didn't know, I'm also a youth leader. So I work with young people every single week. Obviously at the moment, things are online, so it's not the same dynamic, but um, some of these strategies I have used on my young people as well, and, and they've really helped them. So I thought I would share them today. Again, if you have any coping strategies that you wanna share with me or anybody else, please DM me and I'll repost them on my story so that we can get more momentum and we can talk about anxiety more because the church needs to talk about mental health more. Can I get an amen to that? Anyways, let's move on to these coping strategies before I go on a full-on rant about what the church doesn't talk about. Um, I love the church, but the church needs to talk about more things. So anyways, moving on. So the first coping strategy that I love to use is deep breathing. And I actually have an Apple Watch and an amazing feature on the Apple Watch is the fact that every single day it reminds you to do breathing. So you literally press okay when it says like it's time to breathe. Um, and I think it literally stays on there for a minute and it helps you know when to inhale and exhale. That is really powerful. You can find deep breathing techniques on YouTube as well. I've done a couple of those before um, and those have been really, really helpful. So deep breathing, it helps you recenter and refocus it helps you to remember that perspective so that's something that has really helped me before and um there's been a couple of times where I've had to leave a situation because it's it's triggered me or it's made me too anxious um and I always usually you know go somewhere and just go in the bathroom and just do heavy breathing because it genuinely just really works for me um and again some of these coping strategies work for me they might not work for you so make sure to find the ones that really really work for you that's so important um like I said everybody's anxiety is different um number two the five senses technique 
is incredible. This is probably one that I've used on young people the most. It is so powerful. Again, it just kind of distracts your mind and it helps you to think about something else instead of the thing that's making you feel anxious. Um, this is really good. So think about your five senses, like what you can see, what you can hear, what you can taste. And you basically go from five to one. So ask the ask yourself or ask the person, like what are five things you can see right now? And get them to speak it out loud. Or if you're doing this on yourself, speak it out loud. What are four things you can taste? What are three things that you can smell? You know, go through all of the senses and count down from five to one. Honestly, that technique is so, so good. I would definitely recommend that one. Um, the fourth coping strategy that I want to talk about is prayer and maybe you didn't expect that I would mention prayer um, in this segment of coping strategies but to me I think that prayer is one of the most powerful coping strategies because prayer isn't just um, a strategy that helps you cope for um, a limited amount of time that's actually a coping strategy that's going to help you in the long run so it's not just distracting your mind but it's actually doing something within you because the holy spirit lives within you so when you pray god goes to work and god is at work doing something within you so i would say pray about it you know before any of these coping strategies make sure that you pray about it make sure that you go to god um because it is really powerful and it's just something within you um so yeah definitely prayer and number four the last coping strategy that i'm going to talk about obviously there's so many more um but the last one i'm going to talk about is grounding and for me this looks like sitting on the floor and feeling the earth beneath me so Again, I did this a couple of times when I felt anxious and I just went into the bathroom and I literally just sat on the tile floor and even just doing this helped me feel better. Like, I don't know what it is about it. I'm sure there's some sort of science behind it, but to me, it just made me feel re-centered. It made me feel aware of my surroundings again, because sometimes anxiety can take you away um, from that perspective and it can distract you a lot. So yeah, I would just say grounding is very good. And I would say definitely try them because they're amazing. Um, but now I just want to talk about some Bible verses that have really helped me through uh, times when I've been feeling anxious. Genuinely, these verses are life-changing. They are incredible. And I would definitely recommend if you are feeling anxious to turn to these verses and to really speak them out loud over yourself because there is power in speaking these out loud there really is and again there's probably some science behind that but when you speak things out you your mind and your brain remembers it more and when you speak it out it's almost like you're declaring it over yourself so you're believing it which is so powerful so let's go to the verses so Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. How good is that one? That is probably the one that I turn to the most, I would say. Um, Psalm 23, oh my goodness, this chapter of the Bible is my all-time favorite psalm. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I just uh, will encourage you guys to read it. Um, it talks about the fact that God leads us beside still waters, and to me, I am such a nature geek. I love nature, and the fact that God wants to lead me beside still waters honestly brings me so much peace. Um, 
so yeah psalm 23 definitely go and check that one out and matthew 11 28 to 30 says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light John 14 27 says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Psalm 55 22 says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. And this one is one of my favorite verses at the moment. Um, I was feeling kind of anxious last week when I was uh, with my boyfriend Josh and he just prayed over me and as he was praying he just recited this verse um and I googled it afterwards and I found out which verse it was and it's 1 Corinthians 10 13 and it says no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind and God is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it wow that verse mic drop right there oh my goodness that is incredible like the fact that god will not let us be tempted beyond what we can bear like he won't let us be in a circumstance that is beyond what we can bear with him on our side um and the fact that also when we do get tempted when we do go through a hard circumstance he will provide a way out so that we can endure it like what the heck i know that that verse can be taken out of context sometimes um but I just want to say it's incredible and I love it. God is so faithful and amazing. So if you're feeling anxious, run to Jesus, just like that verse in Matthew says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened. You know, Jesus is the answer. Um, he is absolutely incredible. He will help you. And I believe that he will give you the strength to get through every season of anxiety. And I also believe in healing. I believe that Jesus can actually heal. So I would say to pray for that as well and ask him for that. You know, obviously we don't know whether um, Jesus will heal and in this lifetime or the life to come you know we don't know that we can pray for healing but we don't know if it will happen in this lifetime or not um but i believe that we should still pray for it um and i also just want to say um jesus cares about your mental health jesus cares about you and if you want to go to therapy or counseling i would say go ahead and do that you know honestly this is such a misconception i feel like in the church i feel like everyone's like all you need is jesus you know jesus is the answer and he is the answer but i believe in therapy and i believe in counseling i believe that god has actually put those people on this earth so that they can help us you know the bible says uh, in genesis that it's not good for man to be alone that's why god created eve for adam you know it wasn't just god and adam god knew that adam needed other people so yeah jesus is the answer but we also sometimes need outside help um i personally in my story i went to counseling for half a year i think um for my anxiety in specific because i was really struggling with it at the time and genuinely it really helped me you know that's where i found all of these coping strategies that's where i found all these verses so i would say you know take those opportunities if you have them if you want to go to therapy go to therapy if you want to go to counseling go to counseling it will change your life genuinely amazing i absolutely love it thank you so much for listening i appreciate all of you so 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 much you're all so incredible 
If you guys are still listening, I just want to say a huge thank you for listening to today's podcast. Genuinely, I hope that this has blessed you in some sort of way. I just want to say that I love you all. My heart is for you. And most importantly, Jesus's heart is for you. He loves you so much more than you will ever begin to fathom. And today, if you are struggling with anxiety, please go to Jesus about it. Speak to somebody about it. If you need somebody to talk to, please DM me on my Instagram. I'm always here for you guys as well. It's so, so important. And finishing off today's podcast episode, like I did last week, I'm going to finish today's off with a quote or verse of the week. So in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Day this week, I want to read you guys this quote. It says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. I love that quote so, so, so much. I think it's so powerful. And even in regards to today's episode with your mental health, keep moving forward. The best is yet to come. I love you all. Thank you for listening. And I will see you guys in my next episode. Bye.